Adam's yawning over there. Adam, you'll sit. Wait a second. All right. Now we're going to do Let It Be. Hello and welcome back to Alphabetical, the internet's only podcast where we're talking about all the Beatles studio recordings alphabetically from 12 to Y. I'm L. Adam. And I'm Joan. I'm Pete the Retailer. <laughs> I'm Alex. And today we're talking about Let It Be off of 1969's Let It Be by Paul McCartney. Yeah. I can't keep it's that a, up. A, <laughs> all right, yeah, I, I dropped mine immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a public Hartley song in which he is a... Uh, you sound let, like my ex-wife. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hi-oh. Um, not, not Letter B, which was... No, the, no. Uh, it was the Sesame Street Sesame thing. Street. Uh, and, uh, and Joe Dater made that reference when he was on... Uh, I think he was on Instead of You, you did another Let It Be show? Oh. Well, it's Joe Dater? Let It Be side. Oh. Yeah, because wait, there was another song they did. Um, no, when we first started The, the Beeves, <laughs> Joe was on, and he was... He, let It Be B-side? Well, yeah, the first song that started with a B. Yeah, but I thought that also came up on another song we covered that Sesame Street did a version of. Oh, hey, so. food? Hey, food. hey Food? I think it was, it was Hey, hey food. food, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was recently, yeah. My f- well, we'll get, I guess we'll get there. I think the Beatles did a version of that, right? I don't know. Anyway. Right, so let it be. Carry on. <laughs> let, it be. let it be. 17 versions of the song. There are a lot of yeah, versions. Way too many Only versions. Only Leave My Kitten Alone was remixed more. <laughs> That's right. Hi-oh, meow. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys. <laughs> I know we've been uh, trying to put uh, a point on what's the when when did the Beatles break up or start breaking up yeah. or start breaking up. But this is the last single before Paul announced he was leaving the band. So this is a good Beatles breakup uh, pinpoint. Paul, come back! Yeah, weirdly, it was written during the White Album era, right when they got back from India. Which right now, we're mm-hmm. now we're starting at the smoking oh. gun is somewhere in India. Yeah. Oh. What really happened in India? No kidding. Mm-hmm. What did Prudence do to those boys? It's in her room. <laughs> she hid the gun in her room. <gasps> That's why she didn't want to come out. Uh, yeah, so, and Paul McCartney was apparently bummed out because the Beatles were starting to uh, fight with each other and right. had this dream, and his mother came to him in a vision and just said, hey, you know what? Relax. Yeah. Right. She said, everything's going to be okay, man. Let it be. <laughs> I hope that's how she's, she's like wearing she was like, like, hippie clothes. She's, she's like, like hey, check it out. She's like, the next time you think about telling George how to play a solo, let it be, okay? <laughs> He's <laughs> like, right, you should play it in B. <laughs> <laughs> he rewrote yeah. George's solo Thanks, for him. Thanks, Mum. His mother was like, no, Paul. <laughs> that's not what I mean. Yeah, so uh, it's interesting that just, McCartney. A f- just a few weeks after we get John Lennon's song about his mother, yeah. then Paul, of course, has to do a song about his mother. Mm. And it came out of a dream, too. So yeah, it's like exactly. extra special. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I love that, you know, in typical Paul fashion, I, I don't mean to be this, I'm just dumping on Paul, <laughs> you but I love it. Man. Typical Paul fashion, you know, it's, it's, you know, everybody's like, oh, that's weird. Like, interesting, you know, religious, uh, you know, symbolism yeah. there. We're like, well, Mother Mary. He was like, no, it was my mother, Mary. Like, he was just <laughs> like, it is what it says. <laughs> Wait, oh, so you're saying it's typical Paul and that there's more, there's not as much to it as people think. Right. It's just, okay. it's, it's as, you know, does what it says on the can. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. That's exactly, uh, it's just, you know. That's where he wrote Paul. it, actually. He does yeah. most of his best work in yeah. the, uh, mm-hmm. while he was shaving. Uh, yeah, so, um, Recorded during the Let It Be sessions, mm-hmm. the titular Let It Be sessions. Ooh. 
And but there's two very di- at least two very not very different, but I wrote uh, eight million versions. That was my count. I don't <laughs> right. know what. But the two the two main ones that, mm-hmm. that were officially released prior to the anthology and naked and mm-hmm. all that stuff. There's a Phil Spector version and the George Martin version. Right. Yep. Which one do we which one do you guys prefer? Mm. 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 Well, let's discuss the differences. Yeah, I don't I don't It's hard because I, you know, listen to the album version most, right. you know. Same. So So that's the Spectre. Yeah. Phil Spectre did the album version. Yeah, so it's kind of like just the in my head as the version, you know. Right. Um So the difference is if for uh I guess George Martin's was first, so we'll just his doesn't ha- has a very low amount of orchestra. Well, recorded first, yeah. but wasn't it not really? Wait, was it released as a single first? That was the deal. And the single version was, yeah. The, well, the album didn't come out until they were already broken up, technically. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So that makes yeah. sense. So the the yeah, but the George Martin version was close, the single, but like yeah, but before right. the album. Right. So the George Martin one was first out of the gate because right. it came out before the album came out. So it doesn't have it does it has a very muted orchestra. You can hear John Lennon and George Harrison singing mm-hmm. backup, and Linda McCartney. Oh yeah, yeah. She was. Uh, I thought that was odd. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so can we do this song or not? Is this considered a <laughs> right? Were we arguing about that on the show or yeah, yeah, it was we're, 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 we were talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, well, as long as it's under the umbrella of the Beatles, so okay, you can so have whatever guest musicians you want. All right, mm-hmm. so this is technically a McCartney with the Beatles with Linda. It's like a Wings Beatles supergroup. Flying Beatles. Yeah, <gasps> Beatles with Wings. Nice. Um, so Phil Spector's version has a lot more bombast to it, mm-hmm. and uh, the the instead of the backup vocals, it has like almost what sounds like someone described it as like car horn, <laughs> like the like the the horns in it sound the same note as a traffic jam kind of. Yep, that's a yeah, good description. Note. And uh, the guitar solo is also very different. Yeah, the George Martin one is much more subdued. The Phil Spector one has a much more you know, uh, yeah, I think I do like that one. Electricy sounding yeah, one, the, fuzzier the, the one. The Spectre guitar solo. I do like the Phil Spectre. Um, I wish you could, could do one where you had the Phil Spectre you might, guitar you, solo. You want to make another version? Yeah. Well, I want to hear John and George singing the backup. All right. right, we could probably not make Linda. That happen. <laughs> no, no, not I, Linda. I didn't even notice she was on it, so that's fine. Whatever, whoever. Uh, Heather Mills, maybe. No, no. <laughs> retroactively. Retroactively. Yeah. Well, she cannot get her foot in the door. <laughs> oh man, she's gonna sue us and take all our money. <laughs> it's gonna cost us an arm and a leg. Oh, <clears throat> you guys notice I have not made yeah, one joke. <laughs> Let the record state. Step too far. In right. two weeks, I have not. Uh, yeah. Anyway, those are the two versions. So anyway, the single leg, the single version. I mean, uh, George Martin George versus. Martin. I wonder if more people do know the album version versus the. I'm sh- probably. Yeah. yeah, like is the one that you that is played on the radio? Is that the? I think they usually play the album version. You think now at least at yeah. the time maybe it was the single version. Well, obviously at the time it was the single yeah. version because it was released to radio. But uh, yeah. you know now that us, once uh, the catalog was standardized in '87, probably since then it's just been the the yeah probably yeah. album version for the. Uh, are we Gen Xers? Is that what we are? We are. Uh, we're the tail. Adam's not. Adam's millennial. <clears throat> I'm a millennial, really. Yeah, sorry. We didn't want to tell you. No, come on, really. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's right. How? That's why you're so annoying. When did I miss the cutoff? 
Uh, what is the cutoff actually? Uh, it's, I don't know. Generation X is like sixty-five it's, to or sixty-four to. Always depends on who you ask. Yeah, and also generations are getting like now it's like every three years like it's a new it's like now it's the right. <laughs> the Pepsi generation. Yeah, I've had the 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 BitTorrent generation, oh. the MySpace generation. <laughs> mm. Oh so man! On. All right, so single album version. Yes. Right. Album version, and then, and then hundreds of others. Naked anthology, naked. There were Clothed. even like different, you know, between the different mono mixes and releases. There yeah. was different appearances of the guitar solo, and it was mixed differently, and it had the wrong time on it, and then all this stuff. And <clears throat> Anyone care to guess what John Lennon thought of this song? I know what John Lennon. I thought. know what he thought too, but oh. well, I, I don't have a direct <laughs> quote, but right. uh, I have a I have a vagary. In which, uh, uh, well, that, it, uh, why don't you go ahead? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he wasn't too harsh on it, actually. He just said, uh, basically, that it had nothing to do with the Beatles. It could mm. have been Wings, which I guess <laughs> from John Lennon is probably actually pretty damning. Mm. And he said that Paul McCartney wanted to write a Bridge Over Troubled Waters. Yes. Right, and which that this was his attempt at writing "Bridge Over Troubled Waters." It turns Waters. out, Water. "Bridge Over Troubled Water" came out after the song was recorded. I believe, <sighs> right? That was the another time travel paradox. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's where the time machine went. Hitler showed up. He's like, "Paul, you might <laughs> want to write a song like this." <laughs> it's a good German accent, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Let me play my album. The German episode was a, a few weeks back. Mm. Yeah, "Come meet on the hand" or whatever. Mm. Come give uh, me a darn dying hand. Yeah, I read that John really disliked the religious overtones, even though Paul didn't intend them. He was uh, he was not into the whole Mother Mary stuff, which is why he specifically uh, pushed to have uh, Maggie May put on after that, immediately following it. Right, but in between Diggit and Maggie May, right, to throw away. Well, Maggie May especially is apparently inspired by a Liverpool hooker. Right. And so he was like, all right, here's your Mother Mary. Like, uh, That's harsh. Mm. Go Maggie May. Poor Paul. <laughs> uh, She's just trying to hold the band together and everyone's <laughs> just giving him grief. Uh, I, uh, well, I don't know if this is a venturing into somebody else who didn't really care for it that much. I don't know if this is venturing. It's not into our, our uh, opinions yet, but... Uh, Rolling Stone. Uh, critic, journalist, Ian McDonald. He's come up before, too, I believe. Yeah. I think you wrote a book about the Beatles. Yeah. Everybody wrote a book about the Beatles. That's true. Did you guys read my book yet? Yeah, Adam wrote a book Pretty about good. the Beatles. Millennials, uh, what we think of the Beatles. It's 400 pages long. <laughs> uh, it's told entirely in tweets. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ian McDonald said uh, that this song achieved a popularity well out of proportion to its artistic weight. Wow. And it was Hey Jude without the musical and emotional release. Wow. Ooh. Hmm. That's a... He does not pull his punches. Nope. Those are some words right there. Mm-hmm. Truly are words. Strung together in a sentence. <laughs> also, interestingly, uh, not, not related to the merit or the release. Well, it is related to the release, but... Uh, uh, on the, I've, I've mentioned that I have a, you know, a source that I go to for covers, uh, which controversially, you know, like if Paul McCartney, this would be listed, you know, Paul McCartney played this on an album, and this would be listed as, you know, covered by Paul McCartney, even though it's really, you know, it's his song to begin with. Yeah. But um, this song is, due to that time travel paradox thing, uh, it's listed as, uh, you know, Let It Be by the Beatles is a cover of Aretha Franklin. Let it be by Aretha Franklin because hers came out first. Hers came out first because the 
the demo was sent over to her label and they liked it. They did a new arrangement of it based on the demo. So theirs is even kind of different from the different enough from the final version, but it came out a couple of months, like three months, two months before the Beatles single version came out. It's so like weird. in January, the Aretha wow. Franklin version came out and then March, the Beatles version came out. Right, so let it be as popularized by Aretha Franklin. <laughs> right. There you go. I love stuff like that. I, th- I think, um, I don't know if this happened on this exact day, but didn't uh, there's a story like this with Jimi Hendrix when Sgt. Pepper came out? Mm. The day of the album release, like he had a show and he played like the first track off of it. Yeah, I think it's like some something like that. Remarkably like, quick turnaround. Yeah, right. It's like the first time it's been performed live, the day yeah. of the release by Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. That's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The millennials don't understand that kind of thing. It's but, a different uh, world. What are you guys now? talking about? <laughs> we're talking about a different world. Oh, that's so yeah. No, that was before your time. Yeah. Hey, man. I know that show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let it be. Yeah. Also, I, I uh, apparently I don't know. I don't have a citation on this, but uh, I read that this is the first Beatles song to be released in the USSR officially. Ah, that right. they had gotten some. You know, there was. Uh, there was uh, they'd gotten some stuff, probably I guess black market or um, you know uh, underground radio, or whatever. But to to first officially released as a single in 1972, hmm. Hmm. they had to go to Russia and record it in Russian. Yeah. <laughs> right. Snug in the U.S. Snug in the U.S. Snug in the U.S.S.R. Snug. Snug. Snuck? That's how they're all oh, snuck in the uh, I thought you knew Russian. Snuck was a word for something. Yeah. Oh, it is, but I can't uh-huh. talk about it here. <laughs> this is a family show. Ah. Also, uh, as. Uh, um, is it too late to say uh, let it KGB? Oh, oh there you go. There you go. All right, all right. Sorry. I like it. I came up with that five years ago. I've been thinking about it ever since. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Um, <laughs> you, had, you came up with this idea for this podcast just. I've been waiting yeah. to yeah. say that. Wow. Yeah. I've been waiting. Good night, everybody. Uh, I'd let it that, right? That's <laughs> Adam's doing this one. Ah, I'm leaving it all in. Um, John, you might appreciate this, so you guys might too, but you, you, you just, um, I'll point this in your direction. Me and Alex are just sit here. This was the uh, the last song ever performed at Shea Stadium. Ah. Because uh, Billy Joel closed out Shea Stadium, the last play at Shea, famously, and, and for his uh, encore, the last song he brought out, Paul McCartney, because Paul was you know the beatles played the first concert at shea stadium and so they brought yep, out paul and they did let it be to close out the show um and so it was the last song performed at shea stadium wow that's a pretty pretty special thing i know you guys were uh you know <laughs> well last time i wasn't here and you guys were talking some trash about billy joel i, I wasn't bringing say hey 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 i heard the tape what well, was the first song played at the new stadium oh uh, i don't know probably like the coming up song or something. Skelter, yeah thong song i don't know Something <laughs> terrible. <laughs> they did a 20-minute Helter Skelter. Yeah. You guys what, what, was the first, what was the first concert at City Field? I'll have to look it up. Probably Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or Billy Joel. Like, just, hey. He's still playing Let It would it be, be great if it was Paul McCartney. And right. he, he opened with Let It Be. He created some sort of <laughs> continuum. Between. Well, they should have done it. He should have done a Phil Collins. Well, the, the Shea Stadium... <laughs> Was Shea Stadium built when City Field was up? Yeah. They coexisted. Yeah. One was built in the parking lot of the other one, and they were both... They both existed for a little while, but they weren't. You know, right. As soon as they fil- finished one, they tore the other one down. So this is what they should have done. Mm-hmm. Here's what we should retroactively get, <laughs> get that time machine out. Okay. Uh, do a Phil Collins thing where he's playing Let It Be in Shea Stadium, and then 
goes to City Field oh. and finishes Let It Like right. they vamp for a while, you know, right. and then they go to City Field and he finishes the song there or segues mm. into like uh, you know Good Day Sunshine or like a, right. or a yeah. morning song, Come Together or something where it's yeah. Like, or that we're talking baseball. <laughs> we're coming up, coming up would have been a good one. Yeah. Somebody said that, right? Yeah. Coming up. There you go. Or check my machine. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I would have I would have paid a lot of money to Although get also I guess this is uh, an iconic Paul McCartney moment was when he played this at Live Aid and had mm. all sorts of uh yep. had sorts of technical problems and stuff. But uh I think actually I feel like there's gonna be I don't I'm guessing there's going to be some backlash among us against this song because of its sheer, like Ian McDonald said, its sheer popularity. You know what I mean? Hmm. But uh, I feel like him playing it at Live Aid is kind of what, for me, that almost like started the fact that every time Paul McCartney shows up somewhere, he's going to play like Let It Be or Hey Jude. Right, you know right, I mean? right. Like, oh, it's a special occasion. Paul McCartney's here. And for a while that was true, but now he does it every single time. So, hmm. Yep. More so, Hey Jude. I think people. Yeah, that's I mean, he, true. he probably does them both, like every show. Right. But, you should yeah. just mash them up. But it uh, should. It was Paul McCartney. He played the first concert at City Field. Say <laughs> <laughs> uh, what his first song was. I don't. I don't think so. We I, could I mean, probably find take more research, list. but I'd rather. Should have John Fogarty. <laughs> what do we thought? Oh, so Rolling Stone. Did, did Rolling Stone have any opinion? Oh, I, I'm withdrawing from this one because while researching, I accidentally you came across it? the number. Yeah. I think yeah. I did too, so oh, okay. I'm withdrawing. Uh, let's see if right, Alex so you guess. guess if, you, if you hit it on the n- nail on the head, you can take all the th- all three dollars. Well, everybody. Well, I, we're stepping no, no. out. Yeah, you're so, stepping out. Yeah. So just take you can take all three dollars if you get it. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say number eight. Man, come on! Really? No, I also saw it. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, the money dollar remains. The money carries. Yeah, no, three dollars in the pot. It's like yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. To throw scalding coffee on you. <laughs> I was gonna like, sit here. I gotta go make some coffee. <laughs> Number six on uh, Billboard Hot 100. Number six. Number, Number six. six. What does yeah, that mean? Six. That it uh it it it's their sixth greatest song of all time or selling song or what? What does that mean if it's on? It's the sixth greatest song played in a baseball venue. <laughs> <laughs> um, ahead of Rock and Roll it. Part 2 <laughs> <laughs> and Song 2 by Blur Blur Heart and Soul and Who Let the Dogs Out <laughs> Who 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 So what do we think of this where we've given you a lot of trivia and stuff let's uh, well I don't know if you want me to go first yeah I do because I yeah. love this because everyone or maybe we want you to go last I don't, I don't know, know. Well, okay, I'll start. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think it is, I can see that it is very familiar and very overplayed. And But, you know, when I listen to it, I usually like it. And uh, I like I like listening to both versions and appreciating the differences between the two versions. Um, yeah, so I got to go ahead and give it five whispered words of wisdom. Wow. Mm. I'm uh, I'm going to join Alex. I know mm-hmm. I know we've had a rivalry going on for the past That's six true. years. Who but... can like or dislike songs more? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm also going to give it a five. Whispering Good. words of wisdom. Mm. Whispered, not whispering. I changed it. All right. All right. <laughs> or they just say whispering. Forget it. Four. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will agree. Five. Uh-oh. Oh, you know what that means. He's going to ruin it, everybody. I should have gone first. He's going to give it like a two or something. 
Uh, I uh, I do think that it's Hey Jude without the musical and emotional uh, uh, release. What did I what did I give? Let me see what you. What did I give Hey Jude? Tell me what I gave Hey Jude. Two stars. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I probably gave, gave Hey Jude a four. I gave Hey Jude less. Hey Jude. I, less. I just I like this melody more than Hey Jude. You know, despite they're they're both being mega popular songs. Uh, your your say it's like Hey Jude without the bomb. Yeah, John gave Hey Jude less. Pete, you gave Hey Jude a four. Yeah, four. That's what I thought. Uh, this is not. I, I get. I do get this song and Hey Jude confused from time to time. Like mm-hmm. just uh, cataloging them in my head, um, uh, and and then I'm like, oh no, wait, no, this is I, this is the one that I like less. Um, oh man, Pete. Do you think it was a conscious effort to do that? I know he's trying to write Bridge Over Troubled Waters before. Well, he's trying to beat Paul Simon to the punch and right. write Bridge Over Troubled Waters. <laughs> but do you think? It was Paul McCartney always like, oh, I got to write another Hey Jude. I got to get behind that piano and do another ballad kind of thing that'll become really big. Because it mm. was their biggest selling song. That has to. Yeah. 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 Going back to the well and doing, you know. Yeah. I don't even know what to give this because the natives are going to, there's going to be pitchforks and torches no matter what I say. I just, I hate disappointing them, but I'm not going to adjust my, uh, my my opinions for their sake or for anybody else's. You should uh, go the other way and say like, well, there was one time I heard this song and I was it was raining out and I was really bummed out, so I'm going to give this song two. You know what I mean? Like because they got all mad when you did something about a marching band last time. <laughs> oh no, oh, and he got kicked band. out. Of I got kicked yeah, out of yeah. the band that I was in. It wasn't a marching band. Oh, okay. marching Please. Band. <laughs> uh, he wasn't was, good enough was for a Ricky the marching Dick band. band. He probably wasn't good enough <laughs> while for we were in motion. Either. Um, so you have me walking. <laughs> so you have to come up with a, another a another walk. flimsy reason that people will but latch onto and get mad. If they're <laughs> right. going to be mad, you might as well really make them. Well, mad. no, I don't want to. Like, I'm not. I'm not going to stir up the pot. I'm not gonna yes, be, you this are. Song sucks. It's you know, it's a fine. Yeah. It's all right. I just it's, it's wishy washy. Not in the Hall of Fame. It's no. It's wishy washy. It's it's too kind of like you know, uh, the George's solo does to try to rescue it a little bit. You know, I like that. You know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's sappy, sappy, kind of. Too low key and not, you know, it doesn't have that. Uh, it's bathos. <laughs> it's it's pathetic. It's, it's pathetic. <laughs> um, oh jeez. Um, but you know, it's middle. It's still you know good construction Beatles wise. Um, I guess I'll go three. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so to Mr. Paul McCartney, we are sorry you did not get into the Hall of Fame. Let it three. Keep trying. Yeah, yeah. maybe one three. day you'll be able to sneak by Pete, but not this time. I wanted, you know, I almost no, went. Didn't. I almost went to Lady Madonna. I would have gone five if that was if it. I went four with like leaning five. If you guys had all said five, I would have bumped it back in. I, I don't been, like you this. You should. Everyone should write down their votes before. No. It should be swayed by people's. <laughs> like poker, we'll just like have a card and then we'll just like yeah. right, throw it on the table. Yeah, just like poker. Yep. Yeah. No, I don't like because I, I do it on the fly. I don't even know what I'm going to say half the time until it's. I just don't like the idea that something can get into the Hall of Fame because someone doesn't want to say stuff that's going to get people mad. No, <laughs> well, obviously that that doesn't that <laughs> yeah, didn't just true. happen. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, peer pressure can only go so far. It's an okay song. Mm-hmm. No, not my favorite. I do tend to skip it. I wow. think when it comes up. Well, were there any covers that you found preferable? There were two that you found preferable to the original. Well, to Aretha Franklin's original version, I mean. Right. <laughs> uh, there were two that I found that I like. I don't know if I, you know, the, for the sake of novelty, you know, they're like, oh, this is, you know, interesting. This is different. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy called Godfrey Daniel. Is that the comedian? <laughs> no. 
Godfrey Daniel was the old fashioned way of saying uh, uh, Godfrey work. Daniel. Yeah, that was yeah. what people would say. Uh, no, and in 72, Godfrey Daniel released a doo wop version of this, hmm. um, which seems completely out of time and place. Like, I guess there was like a f- kind of, there's a 50s, 70s, but it seems too early for that. Or I mean, a 70s, 50s. They sparked, they sparked that revival. Shana Na. Well, Shana Na were earlier. Shana Na were, no, Shana Na were amazing. Um, <laughs> the look on your face you like gaze up in the they sky so like, you give Shanana a five oh uh, yeah oh, go yeah. listen to Shanana at Woodstock and they just come out and they start cursing and they're like he's got one thing to say to you hippies like <laughs> rock and roll will never die one two three four and they're just they're like there are moans in, in gold lame and like, <laughs> like one two three four Woodstock. good night sweetheart <laughs> no see that's the watered down later by the time they're on TV it's not the same thing at all they were totally Shanana in their prime were fantastic. Anywho, uh, Godfrey Daniel, and then uh, in 1970, so two years earlier, but uh, earlier than Godfrey Daniel, a year after the Beatles um, and Aretha Franklin, uh, Spanky Wilson. Oh, yeah. wow, Spanky, Spanky. Wilson. Cool. <laughs> what? You know Spanky Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Duh. Who doesn't? Um, I don't know. Oh, weird. From our gang, right? You're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, for this, uh, um, this Sam Alf- Allen's neighbor from that t- TV show, Alfalfa's friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Spanky Wilson, uh, who is uh, like a lady, uh, kind of soul R and B, a little more. It's a lady named Spanky. Yeah, oh. yeah. I, that's, now, I knew now that. I'm more interested. Sexy. <laughs> I wonder um, if she combs her own hair. A little more soulful. You know, the Aretha version is good, but I like this one a little bit better than that. Uh-huh. So, mm. I'll go with Spanky Wilson. All right, I'll go with Spanky Wilson too. Right. I'll go with Joe Cocker. Mm. Although, I'd like to say, in my head, Michael McDonald's cover of this would be the greatest thing. You know, we, we all heard that. You didn't say it in your head. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> That's been happening a lot. <laughs> the things that you've been saying, we've been hearing them. No! Um, Gladys Knight and the Pips and her Pips ah. did a cover ah. of it. Uh, I haven't heard the Aretha the Franklin Pips. version, but I, I imagine it's a similar kind of gospel-y, soulful mm-hmm. thing. But I also wanted to call attention to a weird YouTube project um, where this guy takes existing songs and makes them into a minor key. So Mm. he takes Let It Be and through computer wizardry, Mm. he's done a bunch of different Beatles songs, Yesterday and Hey Jude and other songs. I've heard that kind of thing. It's very strange. It's the the actual performance. Putting it into major. Oh, I've never, I haven't heard that one yet. That's done too, but yeah. So if you want to hear a weird take on the Beatles, track down this minor key guy. Hmm. I'm sure if you just Google minor, minor key guy. Minor key Beatles. Hmm. Cuz they're the actual original recordings. He does it's not he's re-recording them. He's just using computer wizardry to right do. Cuz you just like saying wizardry, don't you? I do like saying wizardry. Hmm. We should be doing a D&D podcast. Oh. Let's go through Monster Manual <laughs> alphabetically. Come I was on. just talking to someone <laughs> the other night, like I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, and I feel like I've totally missed out. Hmm. Let's do it. Well, this is uh, I've just been handed an update. Uh-oh, yes. Uh, the first song. The, We're the, halfway done. The, song from, uh, <laughs> the opening song from Paul McCartney's first concert at City Field. Let it be. Uh, Get back. No. Adam, is it a Beatles song? It is a Beatles song. Um, lend me your comb. <laughs> give, give me, give, give away my kitten. What was Cayenne. it called again? <laughs> give away my kitten. Give away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, take this kitten. <laughs> yeah, take a kitten. Take this kitten. May it serve you well. It's a song that we've covered already. So um, it's in the first half, alphabetically. All right, honey, don't. No. Honey, uh. honey, do. 
Back in the USSR? Is it an no. I song? No. Oh, really? Adam, you I haven't guessed anything there. I know, because I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm just head. blurting out every poem. <laughs> I saw her standing there. No. Because. Can't buy me love. No. <laughs> it's uh, Drive My Car. Ah. ah drive My Car. City did the, Field. Did the, you have um, to drive oh, your yeah. car to get there. Drive did My the, Car uh, into Jet. Was drive the one. drive <laughs> home or run. It should have. So it's, it's like a transportation fun. theme. Because planes fly over the stadium. Right. Right. Well, they used to. Then they moved the flow. So maybe he was celebrating Do, that. He was like, maybe oh. they drove. Did he drive around that? Did they still have that, that home run car? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the bullpen uh, yeah. with the shape like a baseball with a hat. Where? Right. Right. That's like the relief pitcher car, right? That he was, drove that out. That was the first like, Mr. Maybe you can drive my car. <laughs> You should have waited till a plane was landing at LaGuardia and then done. Hello, the I love your American cricket. Drive <laughs> my car. <laughs> Hello, Super Bowl. Um, I kind of want to. This was released on on CD and DVD, I guess. So I want to kind of want to check it out because there's some interesting songs on that. The concert, yeah. Hmm. Um, some good, you know, McCartney stuff on there too. Should watch that back to back. Did you just say six months? Good McCartney stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's we've, weird. We've talked wow. about this paradox that uh, you know. I think <laughs> as far as the post uh, Beatles stuff. Last week we were talking about you know who would do the what for the solo uh, Beatles stuff. Who did I think, what? And who knows? I think I might want to claim the Paul stuff because I I really like Paul's solo stuff more I think than John's solo stuff. Even though it tends to be the reverse during the actual Beatles run. But then uh, most of Paul's yeah. solo career, I, I prefer to most of John. You know, John has a couple of peaks of, of like, oh, yeah, that was a really good song. That was a good song. But mm-hmm. Paul overall has a steadier um, output. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. John, John's done, done good stuff. But yeah. uh, Paul's got a certain, like, you can, you can rely on his stuff. You, even, you can even, set your watch by it. You can set your watch by it. It's you know? definitely easier on the ear. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's... Um, He's a pop craftsman. Is what he is. Well, he also had like an extra thirty years to, you know. But I think even if you took up to nineteen eighty, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not like the the next thirty years. I mean, John, that many John's stuff is great, but it's 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 a lot, him working out a lot of issues and uh, yeah. right. It's very, uh, you know. I feel like he was finally coming to peace with everything. I feel mm-hmm. like the next couple of thirty years, he could have been putting out yeah. some really groovy John was, stuff. John was working out a lot of issues, and Paul was issuing a lot of work. Ah, there oh, we wow. go. Wow. Look at this guy. Perfect, Good night, everybody. Perfect wow, Pete. Woo. All right. Shut <laughs> up. Never talk again. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I'm sorry that didn't make it into the Hall of Fame. But, no, you're uh, not. You know, one day, Paul will get into the Hall of Fame. We can dream, right? Yeah. He's gotten in, what, like eight times already, probably? Just, mm-hmm. just a little. We can dream like no, dreamers do. Like dreamers do, not little dreamers. Because that's uh, Little Dreamer is a Van Halen song, isn't it? Ooh, Little Dreamer, hey! Uh, is that a young Joe Cocker? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was, sorry. Mighty Joe Young Cocker. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Wednesday we'll be back with the Beatles song Like Dreamers Do. Dreamers do. Like dreamers, like dreamers do. do. Like dreamers do. The famous uh, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. right. movie. Dream a little dreamers They do. got their license, but they were also narcoleptic. So. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. And then it blew up. Yep. Does it blow up? No, blow up is the other one. What's the other one? Oh, narcoleptic bomb squad. Blow out. Blow out. No, blow out is the... What's the one with Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, Nicole Eggert? Uh, Goonies. <laughs> I'll look that up in the meantime. License to drive. We'll be back on Wednesday with Like Dreamers Do. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. We're Alpha Beatles. Give us a review on iTunes. And come back and listen to us uh, talk about a different song. Sorry, everybody. 
on Wednesday. You found me, you cheat. <laughs> <laughs>